Welcome to the Covation Center podcast and the From Bars to Business series. This series focuses on the challenges of reentry for the justice involved and how businesses can benefit from hiring them and make a positive difference in their lives. This podcast is funded through a grant from the First Community Foundation Partnership of Pennsylvania. Michael Bouton from Geo Reentry Services joins us for this podcast where we talk about the Reentry Coalition. This episode is titled Community. I'm really honored in this particular episode of our podcast from bars to business to have Mike Bouton with me today. Uh, Mike comes to us from Geo and he's going to talk about the Reentry Coalition here in Lycoming County. Mike, Mike, thank you for joining us. No problem, Steve. I appreciate you having me. Now, since I mentioned it, uh, Geo, when I think of Geo, I think of either a really terrible car <laughs> that was made by the uh, by GM back in the uh, what the late 80s, or I think of geology and geography and a bunch of school classes. But that's not at all what Geo is here in Lycoming County and across the region. Tell us a little bit about Geo first and what, what you all do there. Sure. So Geo and Lycoming County, we we run the Reentry Service Center for the county. We started back in 2014 running Reentry Services. And as part of that, that's basically we're taking people that are coming out of the prison system or individuals who are on probation and are looking, you know, making some decisions that may lead them to the prison system. And we're bringing them in to for accountability measures and also for treatment and working with group and individual programming with them. And like I said, we've been established here in Lycoming County since 2014. So you just said it, and I was going to ask you the question, what are reentry services and what's a reentry service center? But you talked about the different types of aspects just a second ago. Can you just list those off again for us? Sure. So a lot of it goes with accountability. The individuals are checking in on a daily basis. And with that, with them coming in, you know, we, we not only have eyes on them, but they're doing uh, breathalyzers for alcohol urinalysis testing. And then they also have a case manager assigned to each of them. So if they're having problems uh, in, in any different areas, struggles, they can meet with their case manager. They're meeting with the case manager at least once a week, um, sometimes more based off of their needs. And then we're also doing cognitive behavioral group programming in many different areas. Now, you're, you're not going it alone. As I understand it, you have other organizations. We have other organizations in Lycoming County that, that play roles in all of this. And I think that's where we, we start to see this coalition coming back to life. And I know you're being... You're, I know you're pivotal in helping us pull that coalition back together. Could you just share a little bit about maybe the history of the coalition and, and who's part of it and what it's trying to do? Certainly. So back in the end of 2015, the beginning of 2016, Lycoming County was awarded a grant to establish a reentry coalition. And Dr. Kerry Richmond of Lycoming College was basically put in a position to to work to establish the coalition because she had a little bit of experience in doing that in the past. So they, they worked to establish the coalition. We had several meetings at Lycoming College where members of the community were invited, you know, re-entrants were invited, and then your county departments, probation, the courts, commissioners, 
we're all invited to these meetings <clears throat> to basically look into ways of helping the reentrants in Lycoming County be successful. And based off of that, we put together a five-year strategic plan and developed several subcommittees to, to work on, you know, things like substance abuse, housing, um, you know, pro-social activities. So we developed all of those things and the county hired a part-time staff member to run this reentry coalition after it was established. And unfortunately that individual left the county. And when she left the county, the county at that time did not refill that position. So we went for from about the end of 2016 until um, really the end of 2020, we had nothing established or reestablished. And at that time, at the end of 2020, the county commissioners contracted with Geo Reentry Services and established us as the vendor who um, we are now doing programming inside the prison with a reentry coordinator. So she's helping with the coordination of services coming out of prison and making sure not just coming in, not sending them to reentry as a whole where we're at, but just making sure they have services in place, medical and dental assistance, prescriptions as they're coming out. Another part of that reentry coordinator position was to revitalize, reestablish the reentry coalition. So we've recently done that. Uh, we had our first meeting on March 26th. And unfortunately, in, in the way our society is right now with COVID, it was a virtual meeting, which I think we lose a little bit from that. And hope, hopefully we can get back to in-person meetings eventually. Um, but the first meeting, I think we had somewhere between 50 or 60 people involved. So we're excited about that and just excited. It's a hard about Zoom call, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, so as as we as we think through this, it, I I appreciate all that you're doing. You mentioned you know, making sure the pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, the the pharmacy connections are made, and the dental work and those sorts of things are made, and and working on the reentry and that part of it. Uh, I think we would agree that key to reentry is being able to find gainful employment. Now, That's is that? Is that something that the coalition is looking at? How do we uh, make the connections between the justice involved or the back people with background barriers or the reentrance and connect them to to businesses? Yeah, I think that's a that's a big key in in doing what we're doing, and we do have an employment subcommittee as well, and or we're reestablishing that, I should say. Um, but part of that is, I think, just getting people knowledgeable about what reentrance are. Sometimes there's a picture painted that, you know, that they're criminals and they, they can't do anything good. And that's not the picture of reality. Reality is, you know, the individuals that are coming out as reentrants are people that live next door to you, people that work beside you and are just looking for a, a second chance to, to do, to reestablish themselves because they've made a mistake. So I think as part of that reentry coalition, as far as the subcommittee of employment, it's basically getting people involved to know, to have knowledge about reentrance and what they're going through, but also under the understanding that like Cumming County is taking it very seriously and is there to support and, and to help out in any way they can and letting businesses know that, boy, like Cumming County is really working to reestablish these individuals. And I, I think it would be good for me to take a shot in, in hiring these individuals. What would you say are some of the, the common 
misperceptions, if you will, common uh, views that business owners might have that would be barriers for them, barriers to to hiring a reentrant. Well, I think one of the uh, one of the main barriers is, you know, when you look back at even applications, and we have a reentrant filling out an application, and it, most of them ask the question, "Have you been convicted of a felony or or a crime?" Some of them, and I think a lot of employers see that and that that application goes into the circular file, you know, not, not giving a chance from the start and viewing those individual reentrants as people who are, are criminals and they're never going to change. And the reality of the situation is, you know, if given the chance, we have a lot of individuals that are changing, you know, as part of reentry services since 2014, we've worked a lot with the employment sector and we, we do have some employers now who are, hiring our individuals on a regular basis, which is a big deal. And, you know, have had some real success with individuals being promoted into management positions, supervisory positions. So I think having those individuals step up definitely gives a better, you know, uh, outlook for employers hiring individuals in the future. Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be interviewing some businesses that actually make it a point to to consider justice-involved people in the hiring process, because uh, we want to highlight that that you can make good decisions in hiring justice-involved. You know, it it, it just in, just right now in this conversation with you, it, you suddenly <laughs> helped me remember or make a connection between the boxes we check off. I check off a box that says I'm a veteran, and that gives me veterans preference. And the reason we do that, oftentimes, sometimes people say veterans get the short end and they want to give a veteran preference. But the other part of it is, you know, veterans carry with them a lot of experience and a lot of uh, education and training that others might not have received. And I think from what I'm learning, I'm new to this. I'm learning that there's a lot of education and training that people receive while they're in the system and that we might want to consider looking at that box as not only a negative about negative behavior, but also a potential positive if you ask the questions right. What are some of the things that, that in your experience, reentrance, that's a long way to get to, what are some of the things that, that in your experience, reentrance uh, bring with them as positives when they, when they come to the workforce? Well, and I, I think a lot of them have certain job training. I know in Lycoming County is part of reentry services. Um, you know, the county is, is one of the only counties that actually owns their own landfill. And everybody's talking about getting reentrance jobs and training. But Lycoming County really kind of put their money where their mouth is. And we worked with the county landfill and established a, a work program with the landfill. So it's a job program. It is a paid job. But also those individuals go through that program and receive lockout, tagout training forklift licensing, CPR and first aid. So they have a lot of things that any factories in this area wouldn't need to provide them with coming in. So I think sometimes even though they're checking that box as a reentrant or, or having a criminal background, they've established themselves with a lot of training in, in areas that are going to make them successful in their programming. You know, we, we talk a lot about this box and when I have conversations, I talk about the fact that when you check that box, it can be dehumanizing. 
you're seen just as a check mark. And I know there's a program out there, Ban the Box. And I've been back and forth on the Ban the Box idea. Right now, because of conversations like we're having, I'm finding myself saying, I don't think we need to get rid of it. I think we need to encourage people to view it differently. That that box is just informing you that there's questions to ask. And, and some of those questions are why, what happened, what have you learned, what skills have you picked up that you might not have otherwise had, and, and how are you different? In a couple of these episodes, we're going to be talking to Justice Involved, the reentrance and, and the way their lives have been changed. And I think some of that you wouldn't hear if you didn't know about that. What, and and I, I'm going to ask this, and I'm, there's no, no judgment on my part. I'm curious what your thoughts are on ban the box versus some other perspectives? Well, I think I, I have similar views to what you talked about. Um, and when we're working with reentrants on employment and working with them to complete applications and de- to develop, develop resumes, we always talk with them about trying not to, you know, some applications just have that checkbox, unfortunately, and there's not much room to put anything else. But we like them to try and put something attached to it saying, I would love to meet with you and, and explain this in greater detail, you know, and, and just being able to, like you said, let people know that, that there's, a, there's some positives that come from the negative in, in effect, you know, that they, they may have learned some training, they may have made a mistake and we all make mistakes and can be put in bad positions. And these individuals should be given a second chance to try and reestablish. So what then would be say, Three questions based on your experience with reentrance. What would be three questions you'd encourage businesses to ask to, to learn more about the value that a particular applicant might bring? I think one would be explaining the situation, and another would be um, what have you learned from that situation, and the last would be how how are you how has this situation changed you moving forward to be a better employee. You know, I think those three things are, are really important and can, can paint a bigger picture than just checking the box, so to speak. I like that. And, and going along with that, as we talk about the coalition and we talk about community outreach, and, you know, I'm big on viewing this as a community, one community. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, and, and I like the number three, what are maybe three things that you would want our community to know about? Reentrance and maybe overcome some misperceptions. Well, the biggest one, I, as as I tell people all the time, you know that negative stigma on reentrance is the fact that reentrants are in our community. They're here, you know, and and we want them to be in our community because people complain about tax dollars and going to the prison. So we'd rather have them in our community and being successful. So they're already living next door to you. And they're in your community, they're working in businesses. So supporting them on that, I think is really important. Um, another thing is that there are a lot of, you know, local businesses who are already involved in this movement and who are hiring reentrants and are having success with that. And then I think the third, I just, I tell people all the time is to try and become more educated and know what reentry is. And I think that's the big thing with the reentry coalition and having this open to the community 
you know, having them know what reentry is, having them involved and maybe seeing a different side of things than what they, what they perceive things to be in the past. Great. Thank you. Now, how can people listening to this podcast uh, reach out to the coalition? Is there, is there a website? Is there an email address? There is, <clears throat> there is a website on the lyco.org page that says reentry coalition. And we are putting updates on that. But also the biggest thing I've been giving people my email address, which is mbouton, B-O-U-G-H-T-O-N at G-E-O group.com. And anyone can email me and, and reach out to me in that way too. And we'll get them on the list. Like I said, we don't know the next meeting will be in June. We don't know if that'll be virtual or in person. So, you know, we'll get them on the, the invite list at least. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time to to join me today to talk about this and educate me and hopefully educate our listeners a bit about uh, reentry and reentry services and most importantly about, about the Lycoming County Reentry Coalition. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Hopefully you found it informative and please listen to the remaining parts of this multi-part series as we explore the ways businesses can be successful in hiring and providing support for justice-involved individuals. We encourage you to check out the other resources the Covation Center has for small business owners. Visit our website at covationcenter.org and be sure to watch our video series on YouTube. Just search for Covation Center. We provide various videos designed to help you start and grow your small business. Until next time, have a great day.